Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Monica Amazer podcast. I'm Monica, your host, and I am so thrilled to have you here because today's conversation will leave you inspired and ready to go. Lindsay Hamilton, who's my guest, has been working with me for close to two years now. She was referred by her sister, Heather, who's been a client since 2011, nonstop. So I knew when Heather referred Lindsay that she's going to be bomb and amazing and diligent and a powerful woman. And of course she is. All I knew about Lindsay back then that she was a singer and that she was singing in China back back then when I first learned about her. We talked about that. We talked about her singing career. We talked about training post baby and more. Listen to this conversation because you will leave totally inspired to do all the things that you want to do. Thank you for being here. Hello, Lindsay. Hi, Monica. How are you doing? I am so excited to have you here. You have no idea. Oh, that means so much to me. (laughs) No, seriously, this is so long of a do. So I was just thinking about, you know, how you, like, how do I know you? And of course, your sister, Heather, has been my client since 2011. And for Mm. me, you always were like the international sister. (laughs) I think, well, I'd love for you to share, but I think that the very first times I heard about you is when you were performing in China. Yes, yes, absolutely. Can you share a little bit about this? Because this is like, well, this is the past, but this is how I remember like, oh, this is Heather's sister and she is performing. Not only she's performing, but she's all across the world. Like what? Yeah, it was an incredible opportunity and um, one that I I did have to work for. Um, You know, as people see the opportunities that, you know, you're, you're given and they think, wow, you know, how lucky. Um, but that was an opportunity I saw, um, because there was a, a woman from Caribou, Maine named Tess Collins, and she was performing in, um, in Hong Kong at the time. And I wanted to be able to sing overseas. And I knew that she was performing in Portland cause she's, you know, from Northern Maine. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to show up, I'm going to see her sing and I'm going to approach her at her break and like ask, you know, how do I get to perform abroad? Cause like, Mm -hmm. you know, I knew no connections like living in Maine. Um, and yeah, so we, we spoke and she, uh, gave me her contact information and she kind of like, uh, helped me through the process of getting a press kit together and, um, a video photo shoot, that sort of thing to be able to present to her agent in Hong Kong. And, um, you know, it was, it took like, six months to a year before I got my first contract, um, just with all the, you know, um, pieces of the puzzle I needed to put together. But then I, I actually remember (laughs) she, she said, Hey, there's an audition. You've got to come to Hong Kong next week. (laughs) (laughs) And I spoke with my sister about it and I'm like, I don't know, you know, should I do this? This is a big leap of faith. And my sister's like, you know, would you regret it if you didn't? And I said, yeah, absolutely. So I, I flew out audition and I got a contact, uh, contract, um, in Shanghai, um, cause we shot a video and they sent it 
And it was like the second day I was there. It was incredible. So that's amazing. I literally have goosebumps. And also, Heather is the right person to ask for advice in this kind of stuff. <laughs> he is. I was thinking about Heather and, you know, all the things she's done just recently, uh, bringing herself a tree plant for the house from New York, which I thought was incredible. <laughs> but through competing in bodybuilding, you know, yeah. getting a horse because she wanted to have a horse and all the things that she's done over the years. I was like, well, she is the perfect person. And of course, involving you in BBM, I was super thankful for that when you had a baby. But but let's start from the beginning in terms of your fitness, too. So you mm -hmm. always were fit and you always did things before having Kennedy, right? Yeah. So, I mean, my. Oh, oh Lindsay, I lost you. Are you still there? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Can you hear okay, me? Good. Go, okay, go sorry. Go I'm gonna make sure I'm on. Um, no I'm on like closer to my wife. Yeah, that would be good because you're breaking up now again. Um, you know, just sports in school, and I always thought I was like, uh, Lindsay, could you start over from from the beginning of the sentence because I couldn't hear you for a second. So just like, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so my fitness journey started um early in in school i mean i was always into sports i loved i was very competitive um so it started there and i always thought i was in shape and in like great shape but i think into my adulthood i didn't realize that all you know the cardio and um you know walking like running on the treadmill and elliptical i was doing wasn't really like serving me as well as you know other ways of exercising. Um, but you know, that's kind of like the, the way we are in doctrine as, as young women, uh, that's the only thing I knew is like, Oh, I guess I need to run and, you know, mm -hmm. make myself miserable to be, uh, to be thin. And, um, it wasn't until I started lifting and, you know, doing some other things. I was so, um, I was so nervous to walk into a gym, you know, in my twenties mm -hmm. because yes. I didn't know where to begin. Um, so yeah, I've, I've done a few like personal training sessions here or there, um, over the years, but, um, what was unique about your program that I was so excited about was with my lifestyle. I thought that when I had a baby, I would kind of give up on that and just focus mm. on being a mom. And I mean, what am I going to I hire a babysitter so I can go to the gym. Like it didn't right. seem um, feasible to me. So I kind of resigned. I'm like, I want to be a mother. This is important to me. If I need to sacrifice my physical fitness, you know, that's what I thought I had to do to be like a good mother. And you know, you, that the reality is of course not. <laughs> and you know, I want her to see me growing up a, a, as she ages, you know, what I'm doing to continue my physical health. Um, and, you know, so. you're teaching her that the cardio part is not necessary and yeah. being smaller is not needed. And your uh, participation just shows her. I mean, she participated with you since she was three months old. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so cute. We were just at a kid's birthday party on Saturday and she, all the other kids are playing with the toys and she goes up to the kettlebells and she starts <laughs> lifting like the 10 pound kettlebell. And I'm like, she goes, oh, heavy mama, heavy. <laughs> <laughs> She's so oh cute. God. 
<laughs> but that that's another thing too that Heather did, right? I was laughing so hard when Heather told me. So she gifted you training post pregnancy, but was this like a baby shower gift? What, <laughs> yes, what was it was. No joke. Like everyone else, you know, gets me these cute like onesies, and then I open up Heather's envelope. She <laughs> wanted me to open it like uh, you know alone together, and I was uh -huh. like, you know, of course, the first initial, you're like wow, thanks. What are you saying? You know, but, but I, my sister has always been the best gift gift giver out of anyone I've ever met. Um, you know, she has this ability to give the perfect gift, even to someone she doesn't know. So obviously I'm her sister. She knows me the best. Um, it was the perfect gift for me. And I didn't know it at the time, how monumental it would be for really, yes, physical health, but Monica, for me, it's, it's really, almost more importantly, my mental health. Mm, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, I mean, when Heather told me, I was like so thrilled because I knew that you are someone super driven, that you're someone super diligent. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you had the baby, I was just like, she's going to need the help, but she's not going to be someone who's going to just slack off over there in the background. She's going to show up and also knowing you had a sister. So, <laughs> um, and that was just, you know, it was no brainer. And then you... I mean, I don't know if, because obviously I wasn't working with you before the baby, but I feel like you're in the phenomenal shape now in your late 30s and yes. after the baby in better than better shape than before. That's my opinion in terms of like lifting and strength, right? Would you say so? I would 100% say so. And part of that was timing because, um, you know, during the pandemic, I... I was going to the um, gym regularly before the pandemic. And uh, of course, you know, we use any excuse we can as to why we stopped working out. Um, but that was an easy excuse because the gyms were closed. And so I couldn't do my normal routine. And so I just yeah. stopped doing it. And then I got COVID and I was just, I just basically got in this routine of like not, and I felt the weakest and the lowest energy I've ever felt. And then I got mm. pregnant. Oh, and so it was awesome. just like the worst timing. And so really going into my pregnancy, I was not a fit pregnant woman. And I look back now and I wish I had been, you know, doing your workouts while pregnant because I would have had a lot easier of a pregnancy, I think. Mm. You know, it's interesting because there are some women who work with me and they get pregnant and they get so sick and it just they're just unable to do anything. Yeah. And then there are some who are too afraid to do things. And then there are some who are like, you know what, let's go with it. And I mean, it's everybody's individual journey, but mm. you coming back, you, you jumped in right after Kennedy was born, right? I it was, was I was so excited. Yeah, I think it was she was uh, born in December and it was February, early February that I. Um, Wait, she's going to be two now? Yeah, she's going to be two. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I know, it's I flown by. The, I still remember the sessions, Lindsay, and she was that in that little, <laughs> the little egg, egg, as I called it, the little egg just rolling around, and then she outgrew us. She's too cool for us. <laughs> she's no, too cool. No, just, but as, she, as you're saying, she's still using the kettlebell, so she still sees you. So wait, does she watch you exercise by yourself, or, or what is it? Because she's not participating, quote-unquote, right now in our session. Yeah, so she's in daycare most of the times that I do the lives, which is so <laughs> nice for me to really focus and not have to worry about, you know, um, catering to her. Um, but when I'm at home and with her, and I don't have a childcare, then yeah, I'll work out with her. And she just, you know, she'll just play with the uh, big ball and she'll, you know, do different things. But I know she's, 
she's, she's watching. She's watching, and they, and they're such sponges. Everyone says that, but I've noticed it with my singing. She's seen me on the microphone so many times as a baby that one day I was singing with her on the microphone at a gig, and she was in my arms. She was like eighteen months old, and she she just started she grabbed my microphone and she started singing and i'm like oh my god she's been like watching this whole time so that's amazing i can't wait I mean, to no, like they, work out with her they, they, they for sure right they watch you and they do what you show them and not what you tell them and i think this is such, yeah. a, such a thing you know because i hear it from so many of uh bbm clients that you know their kids and especially their daughters are imitating what they're doing mm -hmm. and it's such a good thing because as you know we were all raised with uh be not be don't be too fat you know back in poland it wasn't really run and do cardio but just like don't eat too much mm -hmm. don't eat too much yes. I think you're getting a little too chubby oh i remember i well you too i have strong legs and calves and i remember my dad lovingly saying like oh you got these chunky legs like me oh my god not what you want to hear <laughs> i would never wear and he didn't mean anything mean but yeah. i was like oh my gosh and it wasn't until bodybuilding where i was like yeah everybody wants calves i already have them exactly <laughs> yeah so how is your life right now Lindsay? with with the baby training performing and everything how is is this different than it was before um you know this summer was a little bit more stressful just as far as i i took over um my band and i did all the booking for the 2023 season um so that was like a pretty big undertaking for me because you know i don't know if you were a natural at your business you make it look easy but um i found it <laughs> i found it very difficult to always be you know on and, and ready to respond to people that's something mm. I, i'm not great at because i get anxiety when writing like texts and emails for some reason like if it's not worded to perfection then i'll you know, maybe put it on hold and then forget about it. And so correspondence has been like something that I have anxiety over. So it was mm. like a struggle to like push out of my comfort zone. In the end, the season went phenomenally and it, it was a great experience for me because it meant, um, you know, more income for the family and also doing something that was uncomfortable for me. And I felt like mm -hmm. I overcame. You know, Lindsay, so there's three things that I want to say, two solutions. And third, I want to ask you first, where is it that you guys are performing? And I'm going to definitely have Samuel, and that's kind of a side note to what I'm going to say next mm -hmm. about outsourcing and do, not doing <laughs> the things you don't want to do in your business. Right. But put in your, in our notes below the, the interview um, all the contact information to you and how to reach out to you. But can you share a little bit more what it is that yes. you guys are doing? Yeah, so um, the band's name is Wavelength um, and we're, we're main based like right out of uh, greater Portland area. And we do weddings, corporate functions, uh, private parties, that sort of thing. Um, so in Maine, that's much busier in the summertime, but, you know, occasionally we'll get like holiday parties or someone will have a wedding for New Year's Eve. But yeah, it's, it's all private functions and we've been doing it a long time. I've been with the band for 12 seasons. Um, wow. And it's just, it's fun. You know, you're a part of someone's special day. Um, I love the coordination of you know, actually meeting with the brides and like talking about their vision for, cause you know, it's, it's a one day that you can't get back. Mm -hmm. Right. So it has to be mm -hmm. perfect. And I take such pride in giving those special memories that I think live music can 
can make a party that Absolutely. much more elevated. So, mm-hmm. and I love you know, performing. <laughs> in Poland at weddings, you never have DJs. You always have a band. It's so, so that's, yeah, it's, it, there's yeah. a big difference to me. I mean, a lot of people are going with DJs um, these days, which I totally understand, but I think, and everyone says at the end of these gigs, they're like, wow, you know, what mm-hmm. a difference a live band makes. I mean, it's the energy of, you know, the, the just like we do in the fitness uh, setting, yeah. it's the energy of the people together. So yes. it's, you know, when you have a guy playing music or a woman playing music, it's one thing. But when you have actual humans playing instruments and singing, yeah. it's a completely different experience. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I love what okay, I do. Awesome. Mm, no, I, I'm very clear on that. I mean, you flew to Hong Kong for a audition. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we talking about? So to, to answer your question or let it brush on, on that, I, you know, at first when you are doing the business and even personal training back in the day when I was training Heather in Brookline, mm-hmm. you just have to do everything. And I remember always getting in trouble, quote unquote, for sucking an admin. Um, mm-hmm. We had to fill up all these, uh, you know, goal spreadsheets and all sorts of things. And I didn't like to do it. I wanted to work with people just like you. I wanted to be with people. I wanted to create the experience for people and sitting and punching numbers in sheets that I couldn't really navigate around. And and forget, you know, English and, and typing emails. Oh, or yeah. speaking to people. I didn't like that. So, uh, so I always um, was in trouble, but I was making up with the numbers and my performance. So they could never do anything to Absolutely. me. Disciplinary because, you know, I was too good for them to be mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> but also I was not fully so good. So as soon as I um, I could, I started outsourcing all of this. And so I've tried a variety of different things from uh, local American virtual assistants through uh, Philippines and through now Samuel, who works for me. He's in Colombia and he works for me um, and he does all the admin. He does all the editing of the podcasts and emails and incredible yeah, so I, you know, and so basically you can very nicely uh, collaborate with people from across the world where for them, you're giving them a super gig. For Absolutely. you, it's very affordable. Mm-hmm. And I remember my previous virtual assistant, she was also from Colombia and she lives in Bogota. So, you know, and I knew she had a beautiful, beautiful life as in like the concerts she was going to and the, the, the things that she was doing. I was like, she lives great. And I remember one time talking to her. And because, you know, at the beginning, it's kind of a shock of like, wait a minute, you're going to pay someone like $10 an hour or $8 an hour. Like, how is this even fair? right? And right. then she back back in the day, because I worked with her uh, for two years. But now I've had Sam for a year now because I just needed different things. You know, I needed more tech instead of customer service. But mm-hmm. that besides the point, I remember talking to her and she said she didn't call me Monica. She called me boss. And she goes, boss, <laughs> I make more money than my brother, who's a lawyer. Oh, and my amazing. job just was like, oh. You know, because she was making a couple thousand dollars a month for her. That was more than her brother, who was a lawyer. And I was like, oh, okay, good. And I stopped thinking that. And I mean, of course, being Polish and knowing the money conversion, um, you know, you just, it's a win-win. So you can easily outsource outsource all of the things you don't want to do for a fraction of the cost and, you know, and have someone trusted do all of this. And then, Mm -hmm. of course, AI. So you don't need to write all the emails. You just tell ChatGPT what you want the email. And I'll share all of this behind the scenes after we're done Absolutely. here with you. That would so be you yeah, very helpful. So much easier for yourself because, um, you know, 
check the grammar, tell it what you wanted to write. You can then, it's not, you know, you're not blindly copying after AI writes you an email, but right. you can, you have that structure, you can clean it up and it's just like taking three steps away from you. That's huge. The steps, yeah, the steps that you might not want to do because, you know, at the end of the day, everyone has a zone of genius and you want to operate there and mm -hmm. other stuff. Mm -hmm. It's just secondary. You know? Yeah. You can you can get it done if you want to. You can not get it done. And, you know, and of course, in every season, there's going to be things in your business or or in your life that you're doing things that either you're uncomfortable doing or Absolutely. maybe, you know, maybe you're not, those are not your favorite. Uh, and you'll grow and you'll learn. But I learned to, to, to understand that I love working with people and mm -hmm. talking to people, coaching people, spending time with you guys on Zoom in a variety of different settings and or in person and typing numbers or emails, not my favorite thing. And so, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't ever send them. I don't ever schedule them. I don't ever. In fact, I don't even know my passwords anywhere. So. <laughs> So I have an app for that also. So yeah, so that that's that. So Lindsay, is there anything else you'd want to share before we go? Because I feel like you have so, so many great takeaways from working um, for what you want, aka your international singing career, to being a mom and training and showing your daughter what it is that you would want to show her as an example and for her to grow up, whether, you know, singing career or training or, or just being the powerful woman that you are. Um, and, and all the other things that you shared, is there anything else that we missed and you had on your mind that we should talk about? Um, no, I mean, I just, I just want to let you know that um, BBM for me is, is like a huge source of confidence um building and you know just just to see the other women that have also you know worked out pregnant and you know post-pregnant like it's just I don't know it's really inspiring me to to see and and you know I thought I was like one and done but but now I'm like well maybe you know I'm, I'm like the best shape of my life maybe this pregnancy wouldn't be as bad if I Oh, had another baby. baby. Oh, yes. <laughs> totally. I would totally help you with it from the beginning to the end and after. That's no problem. You know, I've had these um, uh, clients at uh, HealthWorks even. I had this client, I remember, she she's actually haven't hasn't been on the podcast yet, but she had three boys and she always wanted to have a girl. And she was like, you know, this this was at least 10 years ago. Yeah. She was about to, like in her late 30s at that point and she mm -hmm. was in phenomenal shape. And when she told the other women who are, who were working in a small group with us, that she wants to have another baby everyone was kind of you know not openly to her but kind of like shaking their heads like what are you talking about you're in such a good shape you have three kids what are you thinking <laughs> and she did get pregnant she did have a girl and she got back in shape that's that was it i love that it's different when you're doing it already it's very different when you're doing it already yeah. because your body wants it your body craves it and even if you you know you can't at the beginning because you're nauseous or you can't at the end because for whatever other reasons, uh, you will make the best out of it. Oh, absolutely. Your choices will be different and it's just going to be different experience. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. For sure. Well, thank you so much for being here, Lindsay. I really appreciate you. This was a blast kind of conversation. We'll leave people inspired and ready to go. Well, thank you, Monica. I really appreciate it. it, it I'm just like humbled that you even wanted me on. I appreciate absolutely. it. Absolutely. There's so many interesting things about you and I can't wait to share your band and what you guys do because we, I mean, we're all over New England with BBM so, and the world, but you know, this is going to be, <laughs> you make me want to get married and have you play. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Thanks, Lindsay. That was awesome. Thank, Thank you, so you Monica. Much.